It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. From the 12th floor, 50 pin place in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, welcome to another episode of the Locked On Thunder podcast. I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G, saying thank you so much for making us a part of your day. We're coming to you from the home of 1340 The Game and News Radio 1000 KTOK. And last night, the Thunder got off to a disappointing start, losing 108-100 to to the Golden State Warriors. However, there's a lot of hope today, and we will talk about that in the first segment of the podcast today. We will also hear from Dennis Schroeder. We'll hear from Steven Adams. We're here, we'll hear from Billy Donovan. And I've got to tell you, you might be in midseason form. There might be some guys on the Thunder who are in midseason shape right now. I'm not. I failed you. I started falling asleep during the fourth quarter last night where the Thunder still had a chance to win. I had to get up this morning, rewatch some of the games, so I at least have my eyes on it, but I apologize to you. I really feel like I failed you by not being able to stay up through that game. I got to get in shape because the Clippers are coming up on Thursday, coming up tomorrow or today, depending on when you're listening to this podcast. So I got to be ready to go for that. So I promise I will drink stronger coffee. I, I will I will make sure that I drink a breakfast blend so I can stay up through the duration of another West Coast game. All right, so with apologies Aside, I want to tell you who I am. My name is Eric G. I work for 1340 The Game here in Oklahoma City in News Radio 1000 KTOK. Starting Sunday, it will be my sixth season. That's right, sixth season of covering Oklahoma City Thunder basketball. And if you like what you hear, go to LockedOnThunder.com. We have video and audio from players and coaches as well as archive podcast and I do want to say, coming up in segment number three, I did not give the tease for segment number three. Sorry, I'm a little whacked out after last night's game. Segment number three, there is something Golden State did last night that I really liked. There was a couple of things they did last night that I I really liked. So we'll give the Warriors a little bit of credit. We won't hate on them as much today as we do in every other podcast. All that coming up on LOT. And if you were to just, take a look at the box score from last night or show someone the box score, you wouldn't get a sense of everything that the Thunder did because it's it's that old cliche, what the Thunder do doesn't necessarily show up in the box scores. However, the one stat, the one stat to me that really stuck out was they turned Golden State over 20 times. Yesterday we told you they were averaging almost 19 turnovers per game against Oklahoma City. OKC turned them over 20 last night, and I thought the defense was just incredible. And it was so funny. I was talking to one of my friends who will remain nameless, but Thunder were trailing in the first quarter. He's like, oh, man, they're hitting for blowout. It's like, nah, it's the NBA. It's the NBA. It may look like they're hitting towards blowout, but trust me, the Thunder have a run in them. And defensively last night, the intensity was there 
from the word go. And I never thought that they were going to be out of this game. There was a little bit of concern that A, Golden State's firepower might be able to keep the Thunder at arm's length, and B, there were a couple of times, I saw one from Schroeder, one from George, I can remember, where Golden State sort of goaded goaded them into playing their game where you saw Paul George or Dennis Schroeder take a quick three. And with Golden State, when, when you take on Golden State, I'm a big fan of ball movement. I'm a big fan of ball movement anyway and looking for that open shot. Um, but if you got it right at the top of the key and you're Paul George, by all means, go ahead and take it. But I think when you slow things down against Golden State, one, it gives you better looks at the basket, and two, it just slows them down. Just keeps the ball out of their hands a little bit longer. I, for a loss, I did not expect to have so many Thunder fans feeling so good. And I'm not sure how I feel about that because the mentality of Thunder fans, uh, if, you're, if you're listening someplace other than Oklahoma City, the mentality of Thunder fans for a long time has been the college football mentality where you lose one game. Even in an 82-game regular season, the sky is falling. Thunder fans don't feel that. So either A, Thunder fans are maturing 11 years in as an NBA fan base, which they were getting there anyway, or you saw something last night that made you go, okay, so yeah, they lost, but you can sort of see where the future's going. And Dennis Schroeder did a great job of running the offense last night. He had a good night scoring. George was a little off until he exploded in the third quarter. But I thought all in all, as a unit, they looked pretty good. And I liked some of the different combinations that they were throwing out there. And we'll let Billy talk about those coming up in the second segment. But one thing that did, I mean, if you want to talk about concerns, and usually that's what happens after a loss is you're looking to blame someone or you're looking for concerns. I do have concerns about Steven Adams back and just how healthy he is and would it not benefit him to maybe take a couple of games off? I know it's not ideal for the Thunder, but I thought Nerlens Noel played pretty good when he got an opportunity to go out on the floor. The scoring wasn't there, but the defense was. Uh, Adams was moving a little gingerly last night, moving a little slow, especially in the third quarter. Maybe it loose or not in the third quarter, but the first. Maybe that back started to loosen up some, but that's something to keep an eye on tomorrow night against Los Angeles and also when you start talking about these next few games and does Steven Adams really truly need some rest. Either way, whether he needs rest or not, the dude has an extremely high tolerance for pain. So telling Steven Adams he needs to take a day off, probably not going to fly with him. And Adams last night was complimentary of some of his teammates and talked about the defense that Oklahoma City played and where certain improvements can be made if OKC is going to get better throughout the year. Areas for you all moving forward after tonight? Uh, correctable before enough. Sorry, correctable areas on defense after tonight. Oh, yeah, just type things, man. Uh, just better just, yeah. just put the stuff on the zoo. That's what it comes down to. Doing it every position. You know, the next how are you feeling physically just with the back and everything? I feel fine. I'm still above ground. Yeah. Talk about banging down low with Damian Jones, the Warriors' uh, new starting center there. What is your impressions of uh, the young guy there? He's good. He's athletic. Very athletic. Um, did you feel like there was something maybe different about your pace, tempo, to start that third quarter? you notice anything there? 
No. We're talking about when we went on a run? Yeah. Yeah. No, it wasn't. I guess our pace was high. It's, it's hard to think back and say it. It probably was a bit higher. But again, we just made a couple of reads from what we're seeing at, at Oldsville. Um, yeah, that's basically it. Made a couple of reads and started just exploding a little bit. Uh, it turned out really well. Stephen, what did you think about when Jeremy and Nerlens were able to come in at the end of that first quarter and you know, get a couple plays, blocks, and transition? What did you think about the way that they had impacted the game? That was good. Yeah. Those particular plays, yeah. Good. Good from them. The always talkative Stephen Adams. Remember when he was the best guy to get in front of a microphone? Yeah, maybe not so much anymore. I loved his response there. I'm still above ground, which is the patented answer you always get from Stephen Adams when talking about his health and, and, and asking if he is okay. Adams isn't going to tell you anything different because Adams just has that mentality of he's just going to go out and play. Also, I don't think guys as a whole really like talking about injuries. So they're never going to let you know when they're hurt. It's just a matter of you being able to get eyes on them, tell if a guy's moving a little bit slower. I thought the Thunder played with more confidence in that third quarter and were able to pick up the pace. And if there was anything different, I noticed that the first, it was just, one, being able to withstand everything that Golden State threw at you, which I knew Oklahoma City was going to be able to do because you've got enough veterans on this team and they've played GSW enough that when GSW is hitting their threes, it's not going to phase them. A younger team, it would have phased. But you have enough guys where it's like, okay, we're going to get ours. They're eventually going to get cold and we'll take it. But third quarter, I thought was quintessential Billy Donovan, Sam Presti. This is what the Thunder want to accomplish this year, where you come out with pace, tempo, you play with intensity, and you're able to execute. And You've got 24 hours off now to get Steven Adams back feeling better. Another 24 hours to take a look at Russell Westbrook and decide if you want to get him on the court. And just some time to assess where you are. Give Billy Donovan an opportunity to maybe experiment with more lineups like he did last night. But all in all, even though the Thunder lost, I still feel really good about what this team's going to be. And I don't know how you could watch that game last night. Anybody. And not think the Thunder did not improve in the offseason because they looked so cohesive at times that it was pretty darn scary, even without Russell Westbrook and Andre Robertson on the floor. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Coming up next, we will hear from Billy Donovan about those different lineups. And Dennis Schroeder will talk about what he thought the Thunder did right and give his first impressions of being on the court with his new team. It's all right here on the LOT podcast. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming. Or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. They'll file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So, switch to TurboTax. Make your moves. They'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live.
Locked On Sooners is out, and it is part of the Locked On Podcast Network at Google, Spotify, Alexa, Apple iTunes, and any place where there are fine podcasts to be consumed. That's Locked On Sooners and Locked On Thunder, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So many lineups Billy Donovan can choose from with the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, if, if you could get the three-guard lineup on the court that Kristen Ledlow was talking about, that's something I'd really like to see. And it was Schroeder, Robertson, Russell Westbrook, Paul George, and Steven Adams w- would be in the middle. And Billy Donovan says that'll be the most physical lineup that the Oklahoma City Thunder could throw out there. I, You put Jeremy Grant on the floor with Steven Adams, Nerlens Noel on the floor with Steven Adams, and if Noel can play the way that he did last night, you can have all sorts of great lineups that will give all sorts of fits to just about any offensive team in the NBA. Uh, This new defensive mentality that the Thunder have, and I say new, the Thunder have always had a defensive mentality. It just hasn't always been executed in the way that I think most people, most Oklahoma City Thunder fans frame defense. Because when Oklahoma City Thunder fans frame defense, it's that shut them down, you hold your opponent to, it's the NBA, you hold your opponent to less than 100 points, which I, Golden State is just not going to happen. But I, the intensity is there, and these guys are going to block shots, and they're going to play physical, and teams are, teams are going to hate playing against Oklahoma City once they get their first taste and just see how physical this team can be. And remember, it's physicality for the NBA. This isn't physicality for college basketball back in the 80s and certainly not a football-type defense. But uh, the direction that we're playing in last night just impressed me so much that I I, I want to watch tomorrow night's game just to see what Billy Donovan's going to do. And Billy did talk after the game about all the different lineups that he could throw on the floor, at least one of those different lineups. Lineup out there where you had Nerlens, Grant, Diallo, just the athleticism you have. Yeah, I mean, I thought they did a really good job uh, in, in the second quarter and, and in the third quarter. I thought those guys played well. I mean, it was a great experience for Hami just from the standpoint of he's guarding Thompson. There's a lot of movement. There's a lot of cleverness to him, you know, pushing off, using screens, curling, fading. So I think Hami can learn a lot from this kind of game playing as a level of player to play Thompson. But, um, you know, there's, uh, you know, I thought our bench did a pretty good job. I thought Nerlens did some good things. They were active. Um, you know, that third quarter, uh, even when we subbed, they, they kind of played pretty well into the third beginning of the fourth. So that was encouraging. Could you see sometimes when that lineup's out there, those three guys are out there, and maybe Dennis, as you change those rotations, Dennis is the guy running the point there? Yeah, I mean, obviously, we've said this before. You know, Dennis playing with Paul or with Russell, I think that's something we've got to continue to, to explore and look at. But certainly having a point guard like Dennis with that second unit can, you know, can be really effective. Um, you know, it's a luxury to have three, you know, point guards that are quality, great guys in good field, and they're smart, and they're intelligent. Um, you know, I thought Raymond did a nice job for us when he was in there as well. So, yeah, Dennis, you know, again, I think a lot he can learn and go through. Yeah, Raymond looked like he hadn't missed a beat last night, and I was all over him for that blue and white scrimmage. Like, man, he looks old. He looks like he's gained weight. What's going on? He's not going to play much. But when he's getting his opportunity, he's proving what his worth is to this team. And he did so in in every other preseason game this year. And 
last night looked like he had just stepped from April right into October. So an impressive performance from him. And what the Thunder are going to build into, if you're just looking for narrative here, what the Thunder are going to build themselves into is that teams, the Thunder is going to be that team that people who watch the NBA are going to start talking about about two, three weeks into the season about how much better they are. Your average NBA fan still going to concentrate on GSW, Boston, the Lakers, Philadelphia. The Thunder, are just gonna, they're going to be that team that, that NBA fans know about, and then by the time January gets around, they're going to look up and surprise people. They won't be able to fly the whole season under the radar. At least I don't think they will. Um, and again, this is one game, and I, I will freely admit, I'm doing some overreaction tonight, some big-time overreaction tonight on one game. But with with one game, they just kind of have they have that look of, oh, yeah, they're really good. Yeah, they're really good. And I don't know how you didn't think they were really good. Oh, yeah, you were not paying attention. And one of the guys you didn't pay attention to might have been Dennis Schroeder. And the pickup that Oklahoma City Thunder had, he was great last night. Trust me, Schroeder's going to get rave reviews as well. He keeps playing the way that he does. Here is Dennis Schroeder on what can get better. Um, like you said, defensively, uh, Offensively, it seemed like you were really getting a better, better rhythm in the third quarter. What did you notice as the difference during that stretch of time? I just have to be aggressive. Um, I think first quarter, myself, even PG, you know, it was kind of hesitating. And um, then we talked to each other, more pressure on the, on the rim. And uh, third quarter, we did a better job. We, we had a tough shooting uh, first half, but we still uh, cut it in close, you know, so um, I'm excited to um, keep going. What are some of the positives you can take away from this game? It's a lot of positives. Um, I think uh, we played as a unit, you know, did a great job uh, playing defensively, running, moving the ball. And we did a lot of positive things, uh, but we still can improve uh, on a lot of things as well. For as good as last night was, you still have to go out and get that first win against the Clippers coming out on Thursday. So that way when you're returning home on Sunday, you you don't come back from this trip 0-2 and desperate to get that first win. I just want to see Oklahoma City get that first win, hopefully without Russ. I don't I still am not comfortable with Russ going back out on the floor. Um I do like the fact that he's traveling with the team and he's being involved and we'll talk more about that coming up in the next segment, but I'm still not comfortable with him being out there. I'd like to see Oklahoma City wait at least one more game before throwing Russell Westbrook back out on the floor and give Dennis Schroeder an opportunity to keep running with those ones. And when he goes back to the bench, you bringing him and Diallo off. It's so athletic. It just it, right now, it just things can't help but be good. So if you're a Thunder fan, yeah, it was a loss, but I still say it's all right to be excited uh, from what you saw last night. Guys, can I talk to you for a second? Can we talk about sex? Can we talk about really good sex? Not, not, not just the go in, get it over with, obligation sex. I'm talking about good sex. Sex when you were younger, when you were in your 20s type sex. Well, if you're missing that, then listen up. Because I got the cure for you. And it's bluechew.com. That's bluechew.com. It's the first chewable 
that is FDA approved with the active ingredients with Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work. It's that same ingredient and it's chewables. So they get to work a lot quicker than if you were to take a normal pill. You can take these anytime, day or night. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door so you don't have to go to the doctor and answer embarrassing questions because they've got doctors that will ask you the questions online. You can do it from the privacy of your own home. And right now, if you visit bluechew.com, there is a special promo code that you can enter and that is locked on. And then you can get your first Blue Chew, your first shipment free. That's right, your first shipment of Blue Chew free just by using the promo code LOCKEDON. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com and the promo code LOCKEDON and try it for free. That's Blue Chew. Get back in the action. Get to feeling like yourself. Coming up next, I'm actually going to praise Golden State for two things they did last night that I thought were pretty stinking cool. Doesn't happen often, so get ready to get shocked on Locked on Thunder. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked on NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked on NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked on NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is the Locked On Thunders podcast. Please listen to Locked On Sooners as well to get caught up on everything going on with OU football. And you can listen to any of our Locked On podcasts to get caught up with just about anything going on in the world of sports. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Google, Alexa, Spotify, Apple iTunes, and uh, LockedOnSports.com. And for us here, LockedOnThunder.com. Thank you very much for listening today. Let me give Golden State a little bit of praise. Um, I thought the moment they had last night with the ring ceremony, which there wasn't a lot of it I watched. And by the way, my son was heckling. My nine-year-old son was heckling every guy that got up to get the ring. He always had something smart-ass to say. My nine-year-old is ready to go sit in a student section at a college basketball game. Heck, he may be ready to go to the peak and uh, sit underneath the basket and give teams hard times. But um, I thought the moment where they brought the equipment manager out and gave him the ring for all the years of service, and that guy started off as a ball boy. He's worked his way up. So unlike Kevin Durant, I mean, this dude didn't bandwagon. He's been working for GSW for quite some time, and he's going to go from Oakland to San Francisco, and long after KD's gone, this guy will be there. He had his moment. He got a ring last night, and I thought Kenny Smith had a good point. Did you give the guy a share? Did you give a guy a playoff share? I'm sure they did. I'm pretty sure Steph and all those guys did. That was a great moment. And the ring itself, okay, I didn't think there could ever be a ring cooler than what the Patriots did for their first Super Bowl win. And it's specifically that first Super Bowl win they had. It's white gold, and there's rubies and sapphires in it that make the Patriots a really good-looking ring. Golden State outdid them last night with the ring that screws off and has the message underneath, and I can't remember what all it was for. Quite frankly, I don't care what it was for because it's Golden State, but I thought that was a nice touch. 
And everybody's like, why would you do that? It's like, you got to remember, most dudes aren't going to wear that ring. They're going to go in a trophy case somewhere or a safety deposit box. It's nice to have. It represents a lot of hard work, but ultimately, it's not something that you're going to wear to show around. Unless you're Ray Knight. He's one of the few people that ever wore his championship ring. And maybe some guys from the Oakland A's in the 70s, because those were some cheap-ass rings. They were like clash rings. Those guys got screwed out of good rings. But good good job, Golden State. And I thought about the Thunders ring. I think, one, it's got to be like the Patriots. You got to do white gold. You put the shield on it. I think you can make that shield kind of look like that Patriot logo. And you can have orange diamonds or whatever. And sapphires, all that stuff in it. But on one side, you got to have the words intrinsic values. And on the other, scared money don't make none, right? I mean, am I wrong? Maybe why not engraved in, in the end, but that's how the Thunder's ring should be designed. Russell Westbrook, uh, a couple of random thoughts here. I like Russell Westbrook on the sidelines. Now, I love him when he plays, but I thought last night he was emotional. He was engaged. I love the fact that he was kind of exchanging words with Kevin Durant, getting on the refs, and sneaking something to eat. But Russ is a good teammate. Russ at least shows up and gives a damn about what's going on in the game and doesn't, doesn't take 48 minutes off when he's not playing. Fantastic last night. Also, Dennis Schroeder's hair. Anybody that's criticizing Dennis Schroeder's hair is just simply jealous. That just means you can't pull it off. So if you see me criticizing it, yeah, it's because I know I can't pull it off. He looks good doing that. I don't, but I like it. There's a little new wave 80s punk kind of theme to it. So Dennis, all right in my book. Keep doing that with your hair, man. I, I say rock on. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. Tomorrow we'll be back to talk about the Thunder and the Clippers, and we will hear from more members of the Thunder. And until then, everybody love everybody. And, of course, peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked on Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.